What's going on, guys? Welcome into 46 of the Ask Tony Show. Thank you guys so much for being here. Today's topic, guys, is one that I am super, super passionate about. And I'm going to make a confession here on the Ask Tony Show, episode 46. Uh, I have a lot of conversations about business and marketing. I coach agents. I listen to a ton of podcasts. A lot of my podcasts talk about that. Uh, and w one of the things that I found is that in too many cases, in my opinion, when we talk about business training and podcasts, it's all very, very motivational, which I love, by the way, because we as human beings, we need to be motivated. And the more that I kind of get into people's content, I realize that it's mostly motivational. A lot of my content is motivational. A lot of my guests are extremely motivational, great people that really help inspire me and hopefully inspire you. But that being said, guys, when we talk about business, I feel like there's a great need for more practical training, more of how to do what I have to do. We're very good at talking about the why and we're very good at trying to motivate each other. But when we start to talk about getting into the actual practical applications, I feel like sometimes we don't get into it enough. So today's episode, guys, is going to be specifically that. And I wanted to bring in an expert to talk about digital marketing. And more specifically on how to create your brand, how to start thinking about differentiating yourself and just kind of start having those higher level entrepreneurial thoughts, if you will. So my guest today is an absolute certified badass, Elizabeth Hidalgo. She is CEO of Rise Digital Marketing. She is a podcaster as well. I've had the blessing of being on her show. Her content is extraordinary, guys. Follow her. But Elizabeth, thank you so much for being here on the show. I really appreciate it. No, of course. Thank you, Tony. I'm honored to be here and excited to talk about all things branding and marketing, right? Um, I absolutely agree with everything that you just said. Motivational is, motivation is great, but I think it's also good to have different types of content for people to come to and not only be inspired, but learn from it. And hopefully this can be a little bit of both um, with marketing and stuff like that. So I'm excited. Yes, my name's Elizabeth. I'm, I'm glad to be here. Uh, Tony, I have you on my podcast scheduled for um, the next few weeks. Up, the upcoming couple of weeks, uh, our episode will be up there. So I'm excited. Um, and yeah, I mean, I run Rise Digital Marketing Agency. It, it's going to be a year in like a, about a few days, March 10th, I think when I first launched it. So it, it's exciting. Um, it's been a journey and I'm excited to be here. I'm really, really excited. For sure. And this is gonna be such a great show because as you mentioned, we, we're really gonna get into kind of more of the tactical stuff, guys, of how to do it. What are the steps you need to take so that you can start building your brand? Because as entrepreneurs, that's, that's one of the biggest struggles. And trust me, I talk to a ton of entrepreneurs and it's so hard to start thinking of a marketing strategy. And so before we get into that, uh, Liz, tell us a little bit about your background. Where are you from? Uh, what do you do? Why digital marketing? Uh, tell us a little bit. Yeah, of course. So I am Latina. My parents are Mexican. I was born in Ventura, California, raised in a little town called Oxnard, the 805. Uh, it's funny because I still have an 805 number. I've had that since I was like 15 years old. So it's crazy. <laughs> Um, I'm, I'm a Californian at heart. I mean, SoCal 
was and is and will always be my home. I feel like Salt Lake City is my second home and it's always going to be my home as well. I've met pretty amazing people here, you being one of them. Um, huge shout out to, to Louie and Cass, uh, some of my... I would say like fitness, um, mentors, and just amazing group of people, really. Um, honestly, when I was younger, I always had a thing for words, all things creativity, right? Um, there was birthdays, birthdays came up, and I would figure out how to make a present look nice, even if it was with just like notebook paper. And my parents were always so... Um, amazed at the way that I would take whatever I had and I would make it look nice whether it was like a present or whatever it was right I remember making my own business cards when I was younger um, and just like coloring them and making it making them look super profesh I would say right <laughs> I was like younger and, and just creativity has, has always been a part of who I am uh, Fast forward 2019, I launched my podcast, Word by Lolo. I start doing a lot of branding for my podcast, a lot of animated videos for my stories and putting together certain things. I collaborated with a brand out in, in San Jose, California, one of my friends, uh, Kevin, and I did a couple of things for our episode there, and a lot of people started reaching out, oh, how do you do this, and how do you do that, and this and that, but... Before the podcast, I worked with a small, um, well, not small, but it was an agency here, or is an agency here in, in Utah, and I was able to kind of discover the way that, you know, marketing just agency ran, things like that, um, things I took, things I, I wouldn't do for my business, so it was just a learning experience, right, like anything, and um, I think that for me, I'm a creative before I'm anything else. I'm passionate before I'm anything else. Whatever I've done, I've done it with so much passion. Um, as far as my education, I, I mean, I went for uh, an associate at Salt Lake Community College, then transferred to Arizona State University, and now I'm currently at Yale School of Management taking a couple of um, executive um, education that they're offering. So I'm, I'm a huge advocate for education. I think that it's, it's amazing. Uh, but I also feel like whatever route you decide to take, education isn't the answer for everybody or business entrepreneurship. If you are comfortable with working a nine to five, that's absolutely great. I think that as long as you're passionate about whatever it is that you're doing, right? So that's a little bit about me. Um, hablo español, I'm Latina, like I said, I'm bilingual. I think that a huge part of me is just my roots and, you know, where I come from. Um, and the podcast, honestly, the podcast is more motivational, more self-development, relationships, things like that. And then there's this other side of me, which I'm glad because it's the first time I'm going to be talking about Rise on a podcast. Um, I don't really talk too much about it on my personal podcast because obviously it's two different things, but I'm excited. I'm excited to connect with your audience and, you know, have a, have a good conversation because I know you're a huge business slash marketing person as well. And, I'm excited. I'm just all, all in all excited to be here. And that's why I was so excited to bring you in, Liz, because uh, as you mentioned, there's not a lot of practical uh, business knowledge. So I, I'll, you know, many people that, that listen to the show are young entrepreneurs. Maybe they're just kind of starting a lot of, for example, real estate agents or people that just are at a small level, right? Mm -hmm. And what I found is that when you're small, 
your branding is even more important. Like that mm -hmm. is the one thing that is going to differentiate you. One of the things that, that I notice is when I go to, you know, other, and I'll use the example of real estate agents because that's mm -hmm. my field. When mm -hmm. I go to, you know, Facebook pages or Instagram pages of other real estate agents, I see the same thing. I see listings, I see pictures at closings, and I see they're asking for referrals. Everybody does the same thing. And so talk to us a little bit about how someone can start the process of thinking how to differentiate themselves. They want to build a brand, but they don't even know where to start. Oh, yeah, of course. Oh, I love this. I'm like I said, I'm excited to have this conversation finally, because I think it's so important. Why don't we focus on on real estate, the real estate people, the real estate field? I think that that is a huge one. And I would love to help people who are just starting, just getting licensed, getting out in the field and, you know, selling their first uh, properties and things like that. Um, for me, I want to be very, very frank and honest. Be authentic. There's something that you have that nobody else has. I got to tell you, I had somebody steal my color palette and some of my content just a week ago. And it's content that that came not from even my brain. It came from right here. It's like my passion. This is where this is how I make my money. But this is how I, I can reach a level of happiness and, and working towards that dream when it comes to marketing and branding and things like that. So number one, it's super flattering, super, super flattering when, you know, you see somebody uh, somebody's content. And then all of a sudden you see another one that looks exactly the same. It's because everybody is doing the same exact thing. Now, the person who started it will always find a way to rebrand and it's never going to look the same. Right. So even though you can copy a color palette, you can copy content word for word from somebody else and try to quote unquote, make it your own. It's never going to deliver as efficiently as the person who created it, right? So I think that number one, be authentic, be authentic. Um, it's going to happen. I mean, people are going to steal your content. People are going to want to mimic. And there's a difference. Don't, don't take it as, oh, he copied me. No, he's mimicking you or she's mimicking you because he, he or she admires the way that you're branding your personal brand or your business or your services, whatever it is. Now, when it's like word for word and you're just like, okay, what? But you got to keep in mind, not everybody is a branding marketing expert. That is completely okay. But I'm here to tell you, don't be a copycatter, be authentic, be unique, love it. find that one thing that's going to stand out. Does that make sense? No. Yeah. I love it. And that's the interesting thing is that that's always kind of the first thing we do. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, I need to start a podcast or I need to do a logo camera. I'm going to go look at other people's logos for ideas. Mm -hmm. And then we take that idea and we kind of try to make it our own. And the reason why we do that is because, as you mentioned, we're not branding or marketing as, uh, experts when we first mm -hmm. start out. Mm -hmm. So we try to think of ideas and we're like, okay, I like this. I kind of like that. This font kind of looks cool. Mm -hmm. um, but when it comes to, for example, you, you said something key, color palettes. Yes. Nobody thinks of color palettes, right? So, <laughs> so why is something like that even important in the first place? A color palette is what is going to make your brand stand out. Look at McDonald's, look at Starbucks, look at Louis Vuitton, Gucci. If you really look at their products, anybody can make a belt. Any, anybody can make some nice shoes and, and just put a brand to it. And then that, that's money right there, right? Because they've invested in, in the color palette. Like 
McDonald's is what yellow and red. These are like vibrant colors. Okay, McDonald's, you see those colors? It's like mustard and ketchup. What? That's McDonald's. You see the Starbucks logo? That's Starbucks. What's the difference between a Starbucks coffee and a McDonald's coffee? It's McDonald's is focused on fast food. And obviously their coffee's pretty good, I've heard from my mom. But um, Starbucks is completely focused on uh, drinks and, and coffee and things like that, right? So back to the color palette, it's like people are going to see this green and like the logo, the Starbucks logo. It's the green that makes it stand out because I, I guarantee you if it was orange, people would relate to orange. Oh, Starbucks, right? Or McDonald's, um, if it wasn't uh, red and yellow, they would, they wouldn't, it wouldn't just, it wouldn't make sense, right? So if, if uh, McDonald's were to rebrand those colors, it, it just wouldn't make sense because mm-hmm. that's, that's the color palette that that's the that's the OG right and color palettes are huge I think that it, it has to number one stand out and uh, depending on your business like it's if it's like a construction business or real estate you want to look for more serious tones and like more professional uh, vibes but you can also play with colors right and and don't be afraid to express yourself through your color palette I think that if you like purple make it your own. And it's, it, you can still look professional with the purple or even pink for the woman out there, right? You can still find a way. It's just color palette is huge. And, and the way you can find it, honestly, yeah, look for ideas on the internet, but, but dig in deep. And I would, I would suggest getting in at your desk, going to a coffee shop, even in your car, driving, and just don't think of anybody else's brand. Just think of your own. And then you're going to be like gold that's where it is yeah it's so interesting how that happens and that was something very similar happened to me where it just all of a sudden comes when you start to think about it all the time right Mm -hmm. and in our prep call you were talking a little bit about kind of the strategy that you take within your digital marketing agency Mm -hmm. which I've talked to a lot of people that do digital marketing agencies and I can tell you that it's very different Mm -hmm. because you you said one key thing and you said I don't focus on sales or generating leads Mm -mm. and so when one goes to a marketing agency, typically what happens is they build you a marketing plan and they say, okay, this is what we're going to do. This is what we're going to do. And they are trying to help you generate leads. Mm -hmm. But in your case, you don't do that. So Mm -hmm. I I love the concept and we'll get a little bit deeper into why I love it so much, but talk to us about why, why start a digital marketing agency when you're not focusing on leads, which is what the customer needs, or that's what they think they need often when they first go to you? Because, I mean, the people that I've dealt with, um, both successful businesses, uh, like shout out to Jen Carrasco, um, B-Skin Caroline and Virago, both of her, both of her businesses are, are good. It's a skincare brand. But before then, um, the branding, it wasn't, it, it just didn't make sense. You know, it did not make sense. There was no branding. There was no color palette. There was no, there was no um, purpose for, for the branding, right? And so why focus on that is because number one, that's what I'm good at. I can't focus on, let's say, Facebook ads and Instagram ads because, yeah, I'm good at that, but I'm not great at that. So if you're going to hire my, my marketing agency is because Rise Digital Marketing Agency specializes is in design, in branding strategies and things like that, right? So before anything, I like to get to know the business. I like to say, hey, like, what's your business about? How did you start? 
where where is this coming from and i love to use jen's brands because um it's it's an organic um base like everything's just super uh like vegan and all things colorful and and plants and and that kind of like island vibe right and woman and and diversity and things like that and she didn't see that but i did so that's why she hired me because business people you can't wear you are going to have to wear all the hats at one point i would advise if you are a business who can pay for a marketing agency i would suggest you do it do it and, and find the right people for you because there's so many agencies out there who do focus on sales automatically oh yeah let's start you off with two thousand dollars a month worth of google um campaigns and Facebook ads and Instagram ads. What's that going to do for you if your uh, content is crap? Nothing. It's because not people people right. are exactly. attracted to pretty things. I like to say uh, marketing and branding is like relationships, right? You're either nobody's going to look at your at your um, restaurant and say, Oh, I want to eat there if it if it doesn't look pretty, right? If it doesn't attract the eye. So when I sit down with the client, I say, okay, let's talk about your business. Where did you start? How did you start? What's your vision? Some of the times people have told me, I don't know what my vision is. And I feel so embarrassed. Like, it's fine. You don't need to feel embarrassed. I'm going to help you. Let, let's establish a couple of things. So it's really key, not only for really adding value to, to my clients or the people who come to, you know, rise and say, oh, I, I want a logo. I want this or that. It's like, no, pause. Let's focus on why you started your business because there's the answer. And then three months down the line, okay, let's add in Instagram, Facebook ads, whatever. But I think that for anybody out there who's just starting with their brand or business, focus on your identity. It's key, huge. It's huge. And there's so much there, guys. There, that, this, that little clip, I promise you, is gonna be clipped. And there is so much there, guys, because number one, you said something key. You said people like pretty things. Mm -hmm. And a lot of us entrepreneurs, we're very analytical, right? Like in mm -hmm. my case, we're very numbers driven sometimes, or maybe we start a business because we have a certain skill set. Mm -hmm. I can cook. I can do this. I can do that. I can do photography. So that's kind of our skill set. So we say, okay, I'm going to sell it. But it's very interesting that when you have these conversations with entrepreneurs about their story, about their purpose, we don't even, like, we have no idea. We're like, I don't know. I just, I sell houses. Like, I don't, I don't know. Like, what's my purpose to sell houses? Right. I don't know. You know? And so, but having that kind of deeper level conversation is where the magic really lies. Mm -hmm. Because as, as you mentioned, you know, if, if you don't even know what that purpose is, or you don't even know why you do what you do, then mm -hmm. you're just kind of chasing money. Right. And the, the brands that people identify with are the brands that have a story that mm -hmm. have a purpose that have something that people can relate to. And mm -hmm. I think that's where it's, it's so hard to create it sometimes because we don't feel like whatever our business is matters so much. We're like, eh, you know, it's just my job. Mm -hmm. And so I'd like to go a little bit more in depth as to what those meetings are like when you're, when you're sitting across from someone and you're trying to get them to think and tell them your story, how do you get someone from the beginning of the meeting where they have no idea what's going on to the end where something like the example you gave of like the Island vibe, that they can see it too. And they're not just like, okay, I guess this girl thinks I have an island vibe, like where they can buy into, right? How does that conversation usually go? Honestly, it's it's um, getting to know the business, first of all, and um, 
hearing them out, I think that for a long time, I had a problem with listening. And, and even in my personal life, I always super quick to jump into conclusions and to say things, right? And I think that in business, it's huge, huge, huge. I think I've evolved more in the business world than in my emotional like relationship kind of world, right? Because I've, I've known and I've um, realized that my value as a, as a creative, as a brand, like branding a businesses or brands or whatever, I, I'm good at it, right? And I think that um, that's the number one thing is like knowing that I'm, I'm very well capable of doing so. I was told once that I was just a creative person that I would never be able to run a business. I don't, I, I thank that person for telling me that because I really, I hate numbers. I'm gonna tell you right here, right now. I hate numbers. I'm not a math person. I've, uh, I remember trying like property and casualty insurance um, back in like when I was 18 and no, that's just not for me. Even thinking about it, oh, I wanna go to sleep. I'll be back, my bed's right there. <laughs> You know, and it's like, ah, I don't, I don't, I'm not good at this. Hearing people say, oh, um, marketing doesn't make money. People from my family. Oh, really? Well, um, I'd like to talk to you today and, <laughs> no, and see but, how 2021 uh, has about come that, about. Though, yeah, no, I love that you mentioned that because there has to be a hybrid of creative, like mm -hmm. the art and the science, right? Mm -hmm. And so to your point, if, in, for example, someone who is an agent that is very analytical, that is very numbers driven, mm -hmm. they don't have that talent. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like the reason why their branding isn't good is because they're not good at that. Like that's not yeah. their thing, right? Yeah. So that's why I think it's so valuable to what you mentioned previously, where if mm -hmm. you can afford it, you need to have the art. You need to have someone yeah. who thinks that way, mm -hmm. someone who can see things that you can't see. Mm -hmm. And that's where, and I love that that you mentioned that that's your skill set. That's just what you're good at. And so we as entrepreneurs have to take a step back and kind of let go of our humongous ego and say, okay, where do I struggle, right? I'm not good at creative. I need to find a creative. So I love that you said that. I'm sorry. I really like went all these directions with the- No, it's answer. great. It's beautiful. <laughs> um, but back to your question. <laughs> um, I don't give any ideas until I close the deal. And that's just because I'm going to add value to my work and to what my agency is about. That's something I learned really early on in a lot. I've made a lot of mistakes. Like before starting Rise, I would do freelance stuff. And I did a lot of free work, a lot of free work. And there came a point where I was like, nope, not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. So the, my, my consultations are free. And I think they're always going to be free because like, you need to get to know that person. It's like a first date, right? So my first dates look like that. I get to, I listen. I, I rarely ask any question. I just want to listen that that core question is why did you start? What's your budget? Can you afford this? where are you at? And if they can't afford my services, I will give them a plan B and say, you know what, start off like this, start X, Y, and Z, right? There's so many apps out there who can, uh, rep maybe not in the same quality, right? But they can, they can replace like Adobe Premiere and Photoshop and things like that. Uh, I think that the problem is with a lot of people, business owners, or even wherever area you're struggling in life, you want things fast. Me being an impatient person, I wanted things fast. 
And it's like, no, you, you can't do things fast. Okay, you're a licensed uh, real estate agent now. You're wanting to focus on the sales. That's great. But don't think of like, oh, I'm going to pay for Facebook ads and I'm going to be the, the number one um, real estate agent in, in the world. And no, amazing. You will be that. And, and if you are committed to that, absolutely 110%. But start small. Like color palette, have a something that represents you, a logo, even if it's your personal brand, whatever vision that you have for your business, I would say stick to it, stick to it. And then as you grow, okay, I'm starting to get busy. There's a lot of client meetings. I can't afford investing my time in marketing. But marketing is huge because if you're a numbers person and you're super analytical and then you, you get a team of creatives, boom, money. Like you're going to rise up. That's, that's why I named my business Rise, Rise Digital Marketing because I believe in rising businesses and personal brands above the impossible. And I take it from the moment that somebody told me, you're just a creative person. You're not a numbers person. I'm not a numbers person, but I know numbers. <laughs> I know how to do business, right? I may not be good at it. Like I may not be excellent at it, um, because I think you do need to know numbers when you start a business is it gets super key. Right. Um, but I'm good at what I do and I, I can understand numbers. It's just not my favorite thing to do. Right? right. So that's why I have other people like an accountant who helps me QuickBooks and all these kinds of things that are going to help my business rise up. Right. So right. just like that, I, I say it, it's, it's focus on focus on the small, right you're small focus on on the little things that you can do yeah. right and um i i think again color palettes logos are huge when you're first starting yeah. because how else are you going to brand if you look at my instagram um you're going to see that my colors are turquoise and the purple color that you're seeing i just rebranded that because i was like looking at my instagram like a few months ago i'm like nobody's gonna know unless they look at my bio that I have an agency and that I have a podcast. So I started using this kind of color scheme where I'm planning it out, right? It's like, okay, let's talk about Rise this week. Let's talk about the podcast this week. Let's talk about my writing next week. So when you see my, my, um, my profile, automatically in the highlights, you're gonna see right business, Rise Digital Marketing Agency, mm -hmm. another highlight, podcast, and then my bio, boom, 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 right? Because people are going to say, oh, that's her color palette. People are going to see turquoise. It's my favorite color. Yeah. Word by Lolo. Word by Lolo. I got word by Lolo on my, on my, um, what do you call it? On my phone, like my logo, everything. It just represents me, you know? You need to preach and live the dream every single day. Live that brand. Live that business. And it's something that a lot of people lack lack of. And I hope that this can be like that wake up call to really focus on that brand identity that, that you need for your business. Yeah, we need it. We need it so much because we then we start running Facebook ads and we start doing all these different things and then they don't mm -hmm. convert and we ask ourselves why. Like, why <laughs> doesn't this work, right? But yeah. I think that what, what you've mentioned is key of just being more thoughtful. Mm -hmm. Like, what does your profile look like? Mm -hmm. What colors are you using? How is it organized? Like just, just being more thoughtful. Yep. And I love what you said that if you're a good salesman and you're good at that, and then you pair that with an awesome branding strategy, then mm -hmm. you're going to blow up because you've got the skill set on the back end mm -hmm. to close the customer once they come in. But all of these little things 
are what bring people in the first place. Mm -hmm. So there's this huge disconnect in the industry between just advertising. Mm -hmm. And here's where I think your concept gets really interesting because uh, whenever I talk about marketing, we talk about CAC and we talk about ROAS and we talk about ad spend and we talk about AdSense. We talk about all these different things. And we think that that is marketing. And while it's one part of it, I think that the foundation is what are you going to put out and what does that look like? Because as you said, people like pretty things. Mm -hmm. And so the, the starting point has to be there. It Mm -hmm. has to be establishing your identity. And once you have it now, there's a ton of things that you can do in your case, for example, your podcast, your podcast is super successful. You have a lot of people on it. It's taken off. It's humongous. So talk to us a little bit about how that has impacted your business, because I get a lot of questions about podcasting. Uh, I'm, you know, we have the Utah Podcast Coalition that I participate in. And so people always ask, what's up with podcasting? Does it work for business? What's up? So talk to us about your podcast and how it has influenced your business decisions. Absolutely. You know, it's funny because I never, that was, it wasn't, is still not my intention for business. Like okay. Worried by Lolo is super unique to what it is. It's wanting to be heard with no interruptions, right? Which is uh, a tagline that came about a suicide uh, thought when I called the suicide prevention line, asking sometimes I just want to be heard with no interruptions. I didn't want to kill myself. Obviously, the, the feelings of depression were there, absolutely. But I just wanted to be heard. So I created a platform where I could be heard, right? Who was going to listen? I don't know. I started and I was like, people are not going to listen. The first time I, I launched it on my, on my, um, on my Instagram, February 21st of 2019, I started doing these little, little promoting like graphics and stories and um, things that would represent me because I'm the brand, right? Word by Lolo isn't word by Lolo unless it's, it's me. So that's how that started. I started connecting with people locally, right? You got Louie, um, John John and all these, these people here locally, California. I started connecting with people from California slowly started getting to other uh, states like Chicago and Missouri, Connecticut, where one of my really good friends is now at, and then Australia. I, I, I do business not only with people in Australia, but I also have done podcasts with people in Australia. And I think that it goes back to what I said at the beginning, be authentic. Sometimes we're too hungry to get to the next level. And if you're not going to be passionate about what you do, it's never going to come. Like, I think that one of the most important things is not having a plan A or a a plan B next to your plan A. Plan A, stick to it, live it, be the dream, wake up, you're in the dream and believe it 100%. I know it sounds kind of cute and cliche, but that's really what it was about, right? Now I'm gonna answer your question. Yes, because of the way I've branded Word by Lolo and the way that it's grown, not only with downloads, but also like that Instagram and my Instagram and, and connecting with all these people, right? Um, people started asking me, my own guests started asking me, Hey, can you make this for me? How much would you charge? Oh, Hey, I don't know if you've noticed, but I, I run a digital marketing agency. No way. Let me schedule a consultation with you. Boom money. Right. Um, and then just last week I had one of my guests, um, that was on my podcast just a few weeks ago. He, he's out in Canada. He reaches out to me. He's like, hey, can you design this for this organization that I'm absolutely 100%. I really like how you branded our episode. Can you please 
do something similar, but with these colors and for my business and for my brand, absolutely, let's do it. And it's like little things like that, because I, I, what I preach with marketing, I live it and, and it works. It 110% works. And I think that a lot of the times I've, I've been told, or I've been seen now, she doesn't know what, what she's doing. Of course, I have my, my team that does SEO and um, the funnels and all that kind of stuff, because I have to outsource my business, right? But the core foundation is design is branding, is knowing your color palette, is knowing what your purpose is. Without purpose, a business cannot rise. So podcasting, absolutely 110%, super key. That is the one thing that is yours. Instagram, your, my Instagram account is not mine. That's Instagram's. At the end of the day, I don't own my Instagram. I don't own my Facebook page, but I do own Word by Lolo. I do own Rise Digital Marketing Agency. Now, with that said, of course, like it's always good to talk about entrepreneurship because my podcast isn't about business, right? right. Your podcast is 110%. And the way that you've branded your, your podcast as well, Tony, is great because people who want to know about real estate business and other amazing people, I mean, I've been watching your content for a while now, right? People will go to it because you're genuine. You're being genuine. That's who Tony is, but this is who Lolo is, right? And if without purpose, without um, passion, nothing is going to turn out the way that, that you plan it to be. Now, if you go a little bit deeper, I think that everything that, I, that I've put out there is, is just an answered prayer. And it goes back to my faith. So all, all praise to God. And I mean, respect what you believe in. But that is why I am where I'm at today. And the the trials the errors the mistakes that i've gone the people who have backstabbed me business is ugly it is so ugly i've, I've created campaigns for a few people who have broke the contract now what do i do how do you deal with that these are real things that are happening um but besides that with podcasting it's like it, it'll it'll grow like that'll come but there's got to be passion if there's no passion you're not going to see results yeah. And, and that's why I love it. And that's why I wanted to bring you on the show, to be honest, and just to kind of uh, wrap up here, because I, I feel that passion with everything that you do. And I know how important that is to business. And I know that, you know, you have to have your story and everything that you talked about is so, so critical. Um, and again, we always talk about just the motivation and being motivated and being driven. And I love it, but there has to be a practical application behind. And so what I'm hearing and for the audience is number one, like uh, Elizabeth said, be yourself. Like, don't try to be a carbon copy of somebody else. For example, in the, in the entrepreneurial uh, space, you have people like Gary V, for example, and everybody wants to be Gary V. And so everybody mm -hmm. tries to, you know, do their content the same and curse the same and do everything the same. <laughs> But just be yourself and don't be afraid to let people kind of into your heart a little bit, if you will. Mm -hmm. I, you know, I'm a huge fan of people that have the courage to be vulnerable. You know, mm -hmm. you jumping here on a podcast and telling us that you called the suicide hotline. I mean, that people don't say stuff like that. Right. But when somebody hears it, they say, shoot, like I've done that, too, you know, or I felt that way or people that feel like they don't have a purpose. I mean, it's just who you are will have people gravitate to you mm -hmm. if you're just brave enough to tell your story. Mm -hmm. And if you're brave enough to just share it and explain it and just, you know, say 
what you want to say. And I love the the tagline for your podcast of, you know, being heard without any interruptions. I feel like that is something that is so needed in today's world where we we're craving for that. And so I love that. And so just to kind of wrap up, uh, Elizabeth, give us your top three tips for somebody who is just starting out a business and has no idea what to do. Yeah, of course. That's a, that's a loaded question. Um, that's a loaded question. Yeah. So tip number one, be passionate about what you're going to start. I know it sounds cute and some business analytical people are probably going to cut that. No, passion, 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 a hundred percent. You're passionate about tacos, start a taco, a taco stand. There's nothing, you can be the most successful taco stand in Salt Lake City, nonetheless, in the whole US. And then you outsource to all, you become the McDonald's of tacos, right? Because you're passionate about this. Number two, have a mission statement. What's your mission with your business? What do you want to impact? Yes, of course you want to make money. I know that every, that's why people start a business a hundred percent, your mission statement and, and, and what you see your business, you know, being, what is it going, ask yourself a question. What does my business have that others don't? And honestly, alone time, you know, like whether you have, um, business partners and people who are in business with you whatever sit down with them share your vision with them and say what's 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 the one thing that's going to make us stand out what's our mission what do we want to deliver why is our service different why is my nail tech um service different there's so many girls doing nails oh my gosh i just want to like have this 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 course or this um kind of like seminar it sucks because of covid and really teach them Stop posting pictures of just nails. Like, (laughs) come on. Like, there's more to that. Stop being that 10th girl who's going to do that. I honestly cannot wait until somebody who that's a nail tech reaches out because I'm, I have so many ideas for that, but let me give them to you. Let me just give them to you here. Sit down and really start digging in deep. And I think it's like easy for me to say, because I'm a marketing person, but if you're not a marketing person, yes, go look at other businesses that are out outside of your field. You're in real estate. Okay. Let's go look at a marketing person. (laughs) You're in real estate. Let's go look at how um, insurance people are branding their, their services, right? Um, Things like that. So yeah, just the the last thing is, yeah, no, know your numbers, (laughs) obviously get licensed. If you need to get licensed contracts, the, the, the root of it all is that you do need to know numbers in business, right? You do need to protect your work. For me as a creative, I mean, I need to protect my work. When people break contracts, that is my property, right? You've paid for my service, but my work is protected, right? So protecting your work, contracts, like if you're, what is it? Like if you're just selling, um, I don't know, like, a logo that like, if you're a graphic designer, protect your work, Um, have, have an established set of services when people come to your, to your business, because you've got like nail techs and all these different um, businesses that people do. And, oh, well, can you just give it to me for 30? No, like have, have pricing and, 
and, and all the like rates, all this stuff. So numbers, 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 protecting your work contracts and things like that. But I want to go back to the first one, passion and purpose. I love it. It's so, it, it's so key guys. And Liz, you know, I've, I've enjoyed this episode so much. Uh, I can, I can hear your passion in your voice and I hope that you can do more of this kind of content. Your podcast is extraordinary. I love it, but you love this stuff. And so I think that you really can provide a ton of value for people and, you know, small entrepreneurs and people who this does not come natural to. So with that being said, tell us a little bit about where people can find you, your agency, packages, deals, things you got going on. Tell us how we can plug into Rise if we need you. Oh, thank you so much, Tony. It means a lot. It's been an honor to be here. Um, Likewise, I loved our episode. Can't wait to put that. But you can reach me at classic underscore Hidalgo. I've made it easier. Another huge, huge key. Don't add so many links to your profiles. (laughs) Keep it simple. This is like a marketing tip, right? At classic underscore Hidalgo, you'll look at my profile. You'll not only see what I'm about, you'll see that I'm creator and host of at Word by Lolo, where you can be directed to the podcast, Instagram, uh, CEO and founder at Rise Digital Marketing Agency, where you'll be directed to Instagram for Rise. And then at the bottom, you'll see a link tree where you can find the podcast, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Podbean, and um, anywhere else you can listen to the podcast too, right? So that's where you can find me. That's my business card. I highly, highly recommend you focus on your Instagram profile. It is our new business card. Um, so, so put the effort into it and invest in it, but Hey, it's like knocking two birds in with one stone. That's where you can find me, but also that's a, a huge tip that I want to give people who are listening. Perfect. So valuable guys reach out, follow Liz, check out her podcast. If you need help, reach out, talk to uh, her team at rise. They do a phenomenal job. And with that being said, guys, this has been episode number 46 of the ask Tony show till next time. Thank you so much for tuning into the podcast. It means so much to me. If you like this podcast, share it, pass it on. Find me on Instagram, underscore Tony V2. Shoot me a DM. Until next time. Thank you.